people don't understand what it's like to have to work to eat, right? And uh, folks who can get through that, right? And have the fortitude and the belief in themselves that they can, whatever gets in front of them, they can smack it down and keep moving, you know? And a handful of us did that at that time. And uh, so that's why I'm, I'm actually, I'm literally like, you know, just happy even thinking about what we were able to do at that time. Our guest today is Taman George. Taman has a diverse background in content creation as a marketing strategist. In 2015, Taman co-founded Creative Theory Agency with business partner Gary Williams Jr., a creative agency that builds impactful, inclusive, and cultural narratives. Taman has dedicated his professional career to cultural storytelling, leading branded content campaigns at pivotal cultural moments for global brands such as Google, Meta, YouTube, Nike, Amazon, and many more. Taman, a creative academic, completed his MBA in 2015, and since then has completed digital strategy certificates from both Dartmouth and Harvard. In 2020, Creative Theory Agency was named Ad Age Small Agency of the Year. Taman was recognized by the Washington Business Journal as 40 under 40 in 2021. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. That's a one heck of an intro. Uh, every time I hear it, I'm like, wow, that has happened. All and of that has somehow happened. still here. So yeah, thanks for having me, Obi. That's your story and you're just getting started. Yeah. So tomorrow we're going to go back to the very beginnings of this thing. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that you, you came to the U.S., I think, at a young yeah. age. And you got a really interesting story here. So if you could just take us back to the beginning. Sure, sure. So I wasn't, I was young in comparison to how old we are now, you <laughs> sure, know what I mean? Sure. But um, I came to the U.S. in, in 2013. Um, you, you know, I came from Canada. My parents immigrated to Canada from the Caribbean. I was born there. Uh, my brother was born there. I came to the U.S. for grad school. Um, you know, for me, I was just looking for more, more opportunity. And, you know, Washington, D.C. gave me that opportunity. That's where I am now. That's where my family is, where my wife is. And, um, you know, my whole journey really started from a place of um, opportunity, right? Is, is where can I kind of self-actualize? Where can I do the things that I want to do? Where can I be the person that I want to be? And that led me to looking for, you know, different experiences, right? I'm, I'm from basically the equivalent of the Midwest in Canada from a place called Saskatchewan. Not too many people have been there. Most people don't go, never I'm heard of it. I'm going now. We're going to go you, together. You won't. It's okay. <laughs> Not for real. You won't. You won't, but it's okay. Um, and, you know, for, from one way or another, I, I met my then girlfriend, my now wife, and we have three kids. And, and um, you know, when I moved to the U.S., it was really just you know, an opportunity for me to really dive into the culture that I wanted, the community that I wanted, um, the type of work that I wanted to be in. And, uh, you know, the rest is history. Like you said, you know, I showed up, did a couple of things, started a few things, and here we are. It's amazing. Amazing. So let's, let's unpack creative theory. Obviously, that's a major turning point uh, in your life, in your career. Uh, and a hell of a brand name, by the way, right? I mean, creative theory. I mean, let's 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 unpack those words for sure. a moment and just talk us through, you know, when creative theory was a concept uh, to kind of getting this thing off the ground to where it is today. Yeah, you know, I think it, it, we're, we came from really, really humble beginnings, right? Um, creative theory as a whole was an idea, 
literally to this day, even now in our office, we have a 5,000 square foot office in DC and we have banners that hang from the ceilings. And um, one of those banners says, you know, this is an experiment of what marketing and advertising will look like with black input from ideation to execution, right? And for us, what we were really trying to do is think of ways that we could get us and our community in front of some of these really important opportunities from a marketing standpoint, right? So if you go back to think of 2014, 2015, right? This is like the beginning of like, you know, Instagram being a big money maker for people, the beginning of brand partnerships, the beginning of cultural storytelling on like a global scale, right? So this was really the introduction to some of the things that we take now for granted. It's like, man, it's always been like this, right? And so we started our company thinking to ourselves, there are so many great people that we know in DC, right? Who are innovators, who are, you know, really great creators, thought leaders, but just haven't had the stage to showcase that in a, in a really broad way. And so Gary and I looked at our skill set, and at that time, he had been a professional photographer a long time, and I had just finished grad school in that time. And we said, we can kind of put this thing together and get our foot in the door, right? And get a seat at the table so that we can bring all this goodness right? Our community with us, you know, when we get these opportunities. So we were kind of like, you know, we were, uh, one way to think of it was like, we were the front men, right? You know, we, we knew that we could enter the doors, speak the language, everything from the creative side, but also to like the business acumen side, marketing KPIs, goals and objectives, et cetera. And so then when we got to that door, uh, you know, we just started small, but over time you continue to meet people, you sell your business, you sell what you can do. And uh, from there, you just, you know, we, we found more and more opportunity, right? We knew that we had something special. And throughout that journey, we were able to um, work with some really great partners. You mentioned Google and YouTube and Nike and others. And, you know, a lot of that comes from just, you know, creative theory having a good name in the streets, right? And it's because we're truthful in what we do. And we're certainly truthful in who we bring to the table. And now as we've continued to grow, you know, we hire people with that same motto, right? You know, you just need an opportunity to shine. You can do that here, right? And that's how, that's literally like, <laughs> one of the main benchmarks that we think about when we're bringing people, you know, to work at Creative Theory. So yeah, man, it, it's, it's, it's a journey, but that's how we started. Very, very humble beginnings. We always tell people we started Creative Theory in a Starbucks, right? We really did. And, um, you know, we, we took our time, we believed in the mission, and here we are. It's amazing, yeah. amazing. Take me back to that first deal, right? Um, you know, I have the fortune of working with a lot of creatives, and many often, we times, we hang our hat on the brands that we associate with, the brands sure. we connect with, right? So I wanted you to just take me back to that first real brand, right, yeah, that you sure, worked with sure, and kind of sure. how you piece that deal sure. together and kind of what that what that process was like. So we, we spent our first couple of years, you know, just trying to keep the lights on, you know, just like everybody else. Uh, we spent the first few years doing that. Our first real major deal um, was a piece of work that we did with Under Armour in 2018, right at the top of 2018. And so 2015, 2016, 2017, we were kind of getting our feet wet, figuring ourselves out. Uh, but the first large scale piece that we did, um, and we, we had done one project with Google before that, but it was a much smaller budget. We really just came in and executed some creative stuff and, and, uh, that was the case. But when we talk about from an agency perspective, you know, owning the campaign development, the narrative, the execution, our first real deal was in 2018 with Under Armour. And, 
you know, that was, they put us through the ringer, right? They really did. We were unproven at that time and rightfully so, right? They got to figure out if, we, if we're the ones who can do the work. Um, we pitched like idea after idea after idea. Um, and then they brought us up to Baltimore and we pitched in front of like, you know, four different teams and we, we were in the boardroom and, you know, that whole thing, that era, you know, that era of, of business transactions. And um, long story short, we ended up winning that piece of work. The, the lead person on that um, in that vertical is a woman by the name of Attica Jacques, who's really fantastic. Absolutely like one of the absolute marketing pioneers of our generation. Um, she now is at Google, actually. We still keep in touch. I, I saw her a few weeks ago. Phenomenal, phenomenal person. And um, she said she believed in us. Right. And it took her to have the foresight and wisdom uh, to know that we were the company to run this particular global campaign for Under Armour for the full years. It was a, it was for all of 2018 into 2019 was this particular piece of work. And that really was our kind of aha moment that like we're here to stay. Right. Because, you know, before that, you're just, you know, you're picking up work when it comes in. Right. And 2018 was the first moment where we said, no, we can definitely do this and we do it well. Um, a lot of long nights, a lot of every single person on the team at that time. At that time, we were a team of like four, maybe five and um, four full time, one contractor. Um, but it took every single one of us, you know what I mean, to figure it out. 100%. And so when, once we got through that, that's when we started opening up more doors, right? Because we could use that particular piece of work um, as kind of our rallying cry of what we can do, right? Even though we had never, we'd never done it before, right? But we could use that as kind of our proof of concept that we knew what we were doing. We could go from um, strategy to execution to script writing to, you know, content production to capture to execution to content strategy rollout plan. And when you can put all those things together, you know, it opens up some doors for you. So that was our first piece. It was a very, very big deal for us. Still is a big deal to this day. Um, man, those are the good times. I'm, I'm literally just like smiling. <laughs> you're reliving it right it. now. You're, you're, you know, you're going back was, there. Like, this is how it, it was. It was so difficult, yeah. um, but we earned it. Yeah. You know, we really did. And a lot of people don't understand what that feels like. And even now, you know, we hire people. Our, we have a staff of 30 plus people at Creative Theory, uh, all full-time employees. And people don't understand what it's like to have to work to eat, right? And uh, folks who can get through that, right? And have the fortitude and the belief in themselves that they can, whatever gets in front of them, they can smack it down and keep moving, you know? And a handful of us did that at that time. And uh, so that's why I'm, I'm actually, I'm literally like, you know, just happy even thinking about what we were able to do in that time. You believed. We did. You believed, you yeah. believed. And, and I think if you tell that story, um, you were able to identify a champion, right? Um, at an organization mm -hmm. uh, that presumably puts some of her professional 100%. equity on 100%. the line, right? Yeah, 100%. On what at the time was an experiment, right? Because it's like, okay, we, you know, these guys don't exactly have a proven record, right? There's no immediate reference. We're basically their first shot. Um, and so, and from that door, presumably, right, you were able to then get a win that you could shop to other brands, right? Um, so now I want to kind of go from that one deal, right, to, to multiple deals and maybe, to, maybe go a little deeper in terms of the sales process. Like, are you, 
are you basically driving the majority of sales business development? Is there a business development team? Like how, how does this work? It's tricky. Um, at that time, so that was 2018. Um, and from there, we kind of just continue to grow our kind of community contacts, let's say, right? So the good thing about, you know, that era, there are a lot of people who are now entering tech and, and a lot of our clients are in tech, right? As, as you mentioned, there are a lot of people that were starting to be connected to the creative world who were now starting to like be on the marketing teams of different brands and stuff like that. And so we stayed really connected to those folks, right? Into the ecosystem and, and those were people who would follow you on Instagram, people who you would like see at different creative events and stuff like that. And so we really stayed plugged in to those types of opportunities where to meet people who were like just getting their career started. So you got to remember, this is like seven, eight years ago now. So we're, you know, we're like mid, late thirties now, seven, eight years ago, we were all just kind of like just getting that job that made sense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Your first real job. Yeah, for sure. A lot of people were like, you know, you maybe you did a thing after college or something like that. You had a little win and now you're trying to level up or whatever. And you're trying to bring that same creative energy with you or that same culture with you, et cetera. So we stayed in contact with a lot of people who were given a shot and they took it upon themselves to give other partners a shot, namely creative theory, right? And for us, in terms of like business development, a lot of, I would say like 99% of the work that comes our way is based off relationships, people who we've known for a long time, um, our name runs deep in a couple different places, you know, Google being one of those places, our name, creative theory runs deep in there. Um, and it's just meeting people and being like, yo, you get the vibes, we get the vibes. <laughs> if you're going to work with anybody, yeah. you might as well work with us. <laughs> right. And, um, I think that's just taken us a long way, but I also think we approach everything that we do, uh, from a very like human perspective, like, you know, you're not working with a big brand. You're just working with people. You know what I mean? At the end of the day. And so we, we do a really good job of, you know, being, being connected with people, um, always realizing that, you know, it ain't that serious, you know, it, yes, it can be. And you got all the things you got to do, the checks and balances, da, da, da. But at the end of the day, you know, everybody's trying to keep the lights on, do good work that they're proud of and take care of their family. Right. And we, we approach a lot of our work from that way, um, from a, from like a broader business development standpoint, you know, we won a couple awards in, in 2020 and 2021 and stuff like that. Those took us onto some lists that were great. And then people were starting to reach out. So the majority of our business to this day is inbound, right? And I think now 2023, uh, we've just hired some more staff and, and the right people to start doing some outbound marketing as well, uh, which is real outbound business development, which for us is really just going to be like, you know, this is who we are, right? And this is the services that we provide. Here's the quality and caliber of work that we do. If you're interested, let us know, right? You know, I, I, we're fortunate in that, you know, we've worked with a lot of the brands that people would, you know, give an arm and a leg to work for, right? So us, it's no longer about like, oh, we want to work with blah, 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 blah. That's not, that's not the case, right? We just want to do good, fulfilling work where we can challenge ourselves, you know, challenge the people that we work with, uh, where there's a, an opportunity to innovate, an opportunity to have um, cultural capacity so that we, it can feel like something that is akin to us, that feels special, that feels fun. 
And uh, those are really the opportunities that we're looking for now. And it's not like we have these like brands on pedestals or anything like that. And I love that story. And I love, and I love what you did there, right? I think you, you, you humanize the brand, right? Because I think oftentimes, right, when you're trying to work with these quote unquote big brands, you can put them on a pedestal, right? But I love how you broke that down, right? It's people, right? It's, it's, it's people behind these names, right? Spotify, Google, Meta. And then the day it's people who are looking to get a job done. And to the extent that you can position creative theory as a solution to get that job done, right? Then you, then you win the work. Um, let's talk about team building for a moment. Sure. Um, obviously you're not the one lifting that camera up, right? Doing the graphic <laughs> design, the copywriting, the lighting of sets and the actual, all the detail, right? That goes into yeah. producing a campaign. How do you, yeah. how do you do it, right? From a recruiting standpoint, well, onboarding standpoint, staffing man. standpoint, is it that systematized? Um, we're getting there. Okay. <laughs> so I'll say that. <laughs> um, the interesting thing is, you know, even as you just mentioned, right, like the actual physical execution of, of the body of work, you know, that is the quintessential tip of the iceberg, right? Uh, 90% of the work that goes into everything that us as consumers sees um, is emails, pitch decks, um, mock-ups, mood boards, narrative, strategy, planning, et cetera, right? Um, the fortunate thing is that <clears throat> within, within our shop, we also have, you know, full-time production, right? Which makes it very seamless for us to know what we can do and how we can execute it. And just for clarity, full-time production is full-time photographers, videographers? Uh, we, we don't have full-time photographers, but we have head of production um, who's our, who's previously our lead DP, Okay. Uh, director of photography, so filmmaking. Now we have a full-time editor, creative producer, et cetera. Depending on the scale of the visual project that we're making, um, you know, we might hire a sole production company. So we just did a commercial for FEMA, um, you know, it's television and stuff like that. So we hired a, a larger production company because it was a little bit larger, you know, it was a bigger budget. So we had to execute it with a partner. Um, Typically, though, from like if we're talking about team building in that sense, there's there's a few things that we did and a few things that we're going to do, right? What we did in the past, so we were heavy on the um, strategy and campaign development side. And that was because, as I mentioned, tip of the iceberg, right? That's where the majority of the work is, right? You got to be organized. You got to be thoughtful. You got to be thorough. Um, and before that, you got to win the work. Yeah. Right. So, you know, that's where we were primarily uh, heavy in our staffing. And then at the end of the day, most traditional agencies outsource creative. Okay. Most traditional agencies outsource photography, uh, film production, um, you know, experiential as well. They're outsourced most of that work. Um, we kept in house the majority of that work to a scale to like a scale that was profitable, right? If it was too big and we couldn't do it, da, 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 we'd outsource. But the majority of that stuff, and, and remember this is a scale, so we were growing during this time. So we were only really taking on things that we could do. We were taking on productions that we could execute in-house primarily, okay? How we grew over time and where we're going now is 
more makers. So we are expanding our production team. We're expanding our design team. We have an art director, a senior graphic designer, graphic designer. We're still uh, bringing in more designers and things like that uh, so that we can keep even more of that work in-house as we continue to grow and get bigger contracts and work, et cetera, right? So when you think of like, a 360 campaign, it could be, you know, whereas before it might've been like five assets or 10. Now it's like, you know, 30 or 40 in five different languages. Wow. Okay. Right. You know, and multilingual, um, multicultural campaigns. Yeah. Well, oh. yeah. Cause we're, cause we're talking global now, yeah, right? So everything yeah. has to be localized, um, for different continents, et cetera. So, you know, now we need to over index in makers, designers and, and film producers and, and, uh, things like that. But, Team building as a whole, recruitment as a whole, yeah. that's a whole episode. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's, it's, it's a, that's a conversation, but, but yeah. I, I, like, I like how would you unpack that. Um, all right, let's go a little personal tomorrow, right? Um, so again, obviously you are, you're more than your business, right? Uh, there's Taman and then there's creative theory, right? Um, so I guess when doing the work of separating those two things from one entrepreneur to another, it can be tough. Sometimes we can be self-consumed in our work. What are the ways that you unwind, right? Reset, right? And really unpack. You know, I'll answer that question when I figure it out. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't do that, right? It's you're you're you always know, on. No, I, well, yeah, I mean, to an extent, yeah, you gotta be. Um, you know, there isn't, there isn't a day, no matter if I'm on vacation, I'm in the other side of the world, wherever it is, you know, I, I'm still reading things that are coming my direction. And, and um, you know, if I need to put input in something, I will always do that. Um, I certainly consider my position one that requires me to lead from the front. Uh, and I know this question is about like, you know, family and the rest and stuff like that, but my position at Creative Theory as founder and CEO is to lead from the front, which means that if I expect anybody on my team to do any particular thing, in my mind, they will not do that if they have not seen me do it as well, mm. right? And it would feel ridiculous so to me example. to ask somebody to do something that I would not do, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And you know, we have a really tough job, right? Mm. We work with very demanding clients. You know, the bar is very, very high. Um, so do I completely separate myself from work? No, part of me doesn't want to, right? <laughs> okay. um, but the broader sense of like, who am I outside of work? I have my time, you know, and I think we talked about this a couple of years ago. You know, I'm in the gym early every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? I get up at 5.30, my alarm goes off. That's me time from 5.30 to 8 a.m. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? No emails coming in. <laughs> my Slack isn't buzzing, you know? <laughs> And um, the, how I describe it to, you know, even other friends and stuff like that is in those hours, nothing can get in my way but me, like that. you know, and those are really important hours. Um, it, it even became so much more apparent during the pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. When you're at home 24 seven, mm -hmm. right? You would wake up, stretch and then sit down. You're on somebody else's time, yep. right? You're on your employee's time. You're on your client's time. Like you can't say I'm about to do this because mm -hmm. something will get in the way of that, yeah. right? And so for me from 5.30 to 8 a.m. is really like, you can't tell me to like, you know, there's nothing I can do for anybody yeah. else in the world at that time. <laughs> except me. Except for me. Yeah. So, you know, that, that to me is the moments where I get to um, 
you know, reflect a little bit, relax a little bit. You know, I'm in the gym all the time and, and I, I've been working on the same gym now for like three years. I don't know a single person in there. Like, so <laughs> okay. I swear, right? You so headphones I mean? on, oh in the zone, God. leave like, me alone. He, I just, it's the only time of day when I literally have to say nothing to anybody, you know? And uh, so for me, I, you know, that's an important part of my day. Um, but outside of that, you know, I have a, I'm really blessed to have an amazing family. My wife is absolutely fantastic and spectacular, uh, and does so much for me and for the kids and, and stuff like that. But, you know, in terms of like, you know, how do I unwind or how do I think about, you know, disassociating from work or, or, um, you know, trying to separate those two, I'm just, I'm in a work season, you know, and I'm okay with that. You know what I'm saying? So there will be a time where I get to relax and, and enjoy the fruits of the labor and, and all those other things. Now is just not that time, right? And um, for me, you know, it's going to take the type of work um, that we're putting in, myself, Gary, the team, um, for us to be able to ever enjoy that peacetime the way we want to, right? Um, so right now, you know, we're just on a mission and, and I'll, I'll come up for air, you know, on the other side, it's just, it's just not now. Cause I feel good swimming. You totally. Know? No, yeah. no. And you, and, and, and you were built for this. Yeah. You're in shape for it. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. No, no, no. I, Absolutely. I, I feel that. That's <laughs> the next level of creative theory, right? Yeah. Next year, next two years, next mm -hmm. five years, where, where to next? Great question. Um, so we have some revenue goals that we're, we're moving after. Um, I think. We're, we're special in that um, our name has gone far in the industry. We want to move it even farther. Um, what we always say, you know, the top of every year um, always feels like it's year one, right? And we get exponentially better every year um, with what we're doing, with how we do it, with who we're doing it with. Um, and, you know, none of us came from, you know, deep, tenured agency backgrounds, right? So the, the great thing about that is that we get to figure it out every single day, what it is that we do and who we are and how we do it. So I think now we're in a special place in that, you know, we're almost 10 years in, we have some methodologies in place, um, you know, everything from operations to creative strategy to execution, et cetera. We have some methodologies in place. We're putting those in place. Um, right now is when we get to bring other people, I mean, employees into that work stream, right? And see them flourish and work with these really big brands and have these really big opportunities to do that. Um, but I think in, in two years, you know, I feel like our team will be a little bit bigger. Um, you know, we're at 30 people now, not to say that, you know, you know, the number of people that work at a particular place is the metric that matters. That's not necessarily it. But what I do want to do is continue to expand the opportunities that we can afford great creatives in our community who look like us to work in front of these folks, right? And I think we're on the right trajectory, right? We're meeting great partners. We're pitching to great partners all the time. Um, you know, I think if anything, from a content output standpoint or like a, a campaign output, you know, I think we're going to see more of our work on, um, you know, on TV. Uh, we haven't gotten a Super Bowl commercial yet. We were, we were very, very close a couple of years ago. Um, we didn't, we didn't, our, we had two spots that we pitched um, and we made it to the last round. Unfortunately, we, we, our spot wasn't pitched for a Super Bowl spot. 
Um, I think we're going to get there, which is which is exciting for us. Uh, I think we're going to win a lot more awards in the next two years as well. It's it hasn't been something that we have been focused on, but we're going to focus on it more uh, certainly in 2023 and 2024. Um, but outside of that, man, we're just we're on pace, right? You know, we're just on pace. We're I tell this to the team all the time. We're thoroughbreds. We just love to run. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it ain't. Just, just point me in the direction and we're going to run, right? right? And um, so I don't, I don't think it's like, you know, we're not trying to be anything different than who we are, mm-hmm. right? We're just going to continue in the experiment, continue to believe in ourselves and find more opportunities. And, you know, the chips are going to fall where they are and we think they're going to fall in the right place. It's great. Yeah. Other question here, right? I want to look at this from the other side, right? So sure. obviously you, you, you've, you've worked with a lot of big brands, you've worked with a lot of great brands. What are your thoughts on... Us, right? Black folks, folks sure. of color, yeah. building big brands, Ooh. right? Um, what, what's that going to take, right? What, uh, what are you saying? What, what's the trend line here, right? When it comes to uh, us creating these brands, us becoming the brand, right? Yeah. right? As opposed to working for the brand. Just want to yeah. get your perspective on yeah. that. Yeah, I think it's just time. I think I, I literally think it's just time. Yeah. Um, it won't happen overnight. I think... There's, there's, a, there's a few things. Um, the brands that we see today and know and love have existed for like 20, 30 years, right? Um, I think there are brands that are going to be household names and staples um, in about 10 plus years from now, right? Um, yeah, 100%, 100%, 100%. Um, the real question will be, do we maintain ownership as we continue to grow and scale? Um, and then the second thing that I would say is there are a lot of people who have either been the first of their family or the first of their landed immig- immigratory family, right, to do a particular thing. Um, a lot of times it takes the second generation of people to really have the um, support systems in place to risk it all. Right. Okay. Uh, when you think of, you know, the Googles and the Nikes, et cetera, you know, Nike's a good example. My man was, you know, selling the sneakers out of the back of his van for a while and blah, 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 blah. You know, he had his lights on still. You know what I mean? When he went home, his lights were still on. Okay. Um, and I think when our community has that type of playing field where you can risk it all, where you can take your company and say, you know, we'll be profitable in year three, right? And things like that. Um, and I think now, you know, us in our thirties and, and other people who may be a little bit older and stuff like that, they are just now in that position to bring up a generation behind them who can take those risks, right? And now we're, we are looking for people to believe in, to say, you know, all you need is a little bit more opportunity, right? So I just, I really just think it's, it's a matter of time. Um, I think we have all the skills, we have all the capabilities, um, that support system around folks, um, I think is really going to be the change maker, um, in terms of like us and our community owning some of these global brands that are, you know, household names and, you know, millions of dollars in revenue and are going public and all that other stuff. I think it's just, you know, when we're like old men sitting down, you know, on the front porch <laughs> yeah. with canes and we're gray, drinking a little bit of whiskey, you know what I mean? You know, we're going to be like, wow, I think it's a completely different game, I yep. think. Yep. Yeah. How can we uh, stay in contact? 
How can we support? Where do we find Taman? Where do we find Creative Theory? Yeah, I mean, you know, Creative Theory can always be found. Literally, if you just search Creative Theory in Google, we'll be there. Um, Creative Theory Agency, uh, creativetheory.agency is our website. Um, on socials as well, we're literally just at Creative Theory. Um, I'm pretty straightforward. My Instagram is just my name, uh, Tamon, T-A-M-O-N. Uh, you know, for us, Creative Theory as a company, I think the best way that we can be supported is by, um, you know, the corporate catalysts who want to do something different, right? Um, I was doing a talk the other day and uh, one of the things I want to get across is like, you know, the people in the room and, and you know, they're all from different corporate. It's like, y'all are the ones who will build the companies that have opportunities here, mm-hmm. right? When I think about marketing, advertising and our competition, right? So oftentimes we're competing against, you know, companies that have 20 offices all around the world. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, thousands of employees and stuff like that. When somebody is like in corporate and, you know, they, they got a program they got to run or a campaign they got to run or something like that. And they think to themselves, like, who are we going to hire for this work? Right. You can either go to your, you know, Ogilvy or RGA or, you know, all these places. And, and these are, they do great work. Right. I'm not trying to bash anybody or anything like that. Um, you know, if you want to make that version of a company, that is diverse owned or black owned or Hispanic owned or, or anything like that, you got to hire that company when it's five people, yep. right? You can't wait and say, oh, well, you know, that, they're not big enough. They're not staffed up enough because you're not giving us a job now when we're five, 10 or 15 for us to get to 25, 30, 45, 100, right? And so I think the best way for creative theory to be supported knowing that the mission that we're on that you know we certainly have the ability and the chops to do you know global work and award-winning work uh is to hire us still when we're small so that we can get to where we're supposed to go love it right forward yeah tomorrow appreciate your time amazing conversation amazing work <laughs> this was great man i'm all the way lit up for you man i'm wishing you well yeah and I look forward to our next conversation. Man. Thanks for having me. This no has doubt. been this has been a lot of fun. I, I wish we could talk for longer, but you know, just call me, man. That's just right. call no, me. no, 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 no. <laughs> we just getting started. <laughs> yeah, of course. All right.